That's our desire this morning. We say, Lord, take the stage. We're just vessels, Lord. Use us for your glory. Use me for your glory. Speak through me this morning. Let the entrance of your word bring forth light. Let it bring forth understanding even unto the simple. Open our eyes to see, our ears to hear, and our heart to know that which you are showing us. That at the end of it all, our lives will be transformed. And you will take all the glory. We make way and we make room for you to have your way in us. Thank you, King of glory. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Since the beginning of January, Pastor has been taking us through a series. Talking about, look, we've been looking at the nature and the character of the year 2022. And he's taken us through quite a number of um, topics or a number of teachings, all based on from one verse of the scripture, Philippians 4 verse 6. And if we are going to remind ourselves on what are the things that the Lord has told us this year, what has he told, what is going to characterize this year, we, he said that the, this year is a year of what? A year of fullness. Also a year of what? Manifestation. And also what? And the year of overflow of abundance. Are those words slogans that we just mouth? Are there words just to excite us? Do we have a, an understanding of what these words mean? Or is just there? Okay, there's another year. Let's have another. What, what, what are we going to call this year? What are we going to say about this year? Oh, it's a year of fullness, manifestation, overflow of abundance, and that's it. No, 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 no. It's much more than that. It's much more than that. I'm not going to go back to look at what we've done in the past. They're there. I want us to avail ourselves. It's on the church website. It's also on a YouTube channel. Listen to those messages again and again and again and again until it enters into our heart, into our spirit. But this morning, I just want to zero in on what we've looked at before. Amen. It's nothing new. The Bible says God is new every morning. Doesn't mean he changes. No, he's the same. He says he remains the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. But it also says he's new every morning. How come? Does he contradict himself? No. Because there are dimensions in God that we do not know of. As we, master, as we get to understand one, he, unveil, he opens himself up in another aspect. That's why he's new every morning. As we open our heart, he speaks to us. He shows us things that we do not know of. In our Friday um, morning prayer, upper room prayer, pastor was taking us through opening up our hearts. For those of us who have not been there, we've been missing a lot. Talking about opening up our hearts, letting your heart be open to receive from the Lord. Making our heart conducive to receive Plow, you can say plowing our heart, plowing the ground, making sure that our heart is right, our heart is open. But that's not where I'm going to this morning. This morning I want to go back and looking at the second aspect of what God told us this year that is our year of manifestation. And if you want to, we want to remind ourselves what did pastor say that manifestation means? What does it mean? Who remembers? 
What is manifestation? Everyone look to me. What is manifestation? Jeffrey, what is manifestation? Coming to fruition. But what exactly did Pastor say? God told him. Remember, he said he didn't get this from the dictionary, but this is from was from the throne of grace. What exactly did God say? The word manifestation, what does it mean? Everybody talking. We've gone to check in our phone, in our book. What does the word manifestation, what does it mean? I'm just hearing murmuring. You know, in class, when, we, when, the, when, the, teacher, when the teacher asks us something, and you we are not sure, everyone goes, there's no, no, there's no clear, nobody's saying anything, but the sound is coming out. That's what I'm hearing now. Amen. We've looked in our book. Okay, let me help you. Let me remind us. Let me juggle our memories. Manifestation is what? Activating the possibilities that has remained potentials and turning them into realities. I'll say it again. Activating the possibilities in us that has remained potentials and turning them into what? Realities. Activating the possibilities in us that has remained like potentials and turning them into realities. Amen. It also means turning our expectations into reality. Hallelujah. It also, it also means that, you know, there are promises that God has given to us. And those promises are there. Just like, we, just like we've been told that what he promised us last year, a year of open doors and limitless possibilities, is not gone. But it's all going to crystallize. But it takes something for them to crystallize. It takes something for them to come to pass. And that is what? The activation of these things. If we go back to see what that word um, manifestation means, it says activating the possibilities that have been re- that has remained like potentials and turning them what into realities. So we want to look. What does that word activate? What does it mean? We were saying activating the possibilities in us and. What does that word activate? Because if we are not careful, we'll just read over or just mention those things and that's it. We do not have an in-depth understanding of it. What does that word activate or activating what do, or activation or whatever, whichever uh, part of speech you want it? What does it mean? Activate means to make. To make active. Or to become active. It also means to start. To start something, to begin. To set, it also means to set in motion. To set something in motion. Set things in motion. To start it. To begin it. To, let, to make active. That's what the word activate. That's what it means. To set in motion. And then now look at the other word, possibilities. What, is, what are possibilities? What is a possibility? If we can put it that way. 
possibilities are things that are within your power. Things that are what? Within one's utmost power, within your power. They're within, they're, they're there, they're in it, they're within you, they're things that you can do. Those are the those are what, that's what possibility is. All, it means the things that are within us, that we have the capacity or the ability to do. It's something that is doable. It can be done. When you say something is possible, that is, it can be done. It is doable. It is attainable. It is also what it is also achievable. It can be done. We, it can be, you can't, it's not something that you say, oh, I can't do this. When you say I can't do it, then it's no longer possible. But when you say possibilities, that means it can be done. It is doable. It is achievable. So we need to activate, we need to set in motion those things that are doable. We need to do what? Set them in motion. We need to make them active, those things that are doable in our lives. And what are those things? You know them, I know them. God needs to reveal them to you. And they are, they are there because they are potential. And what does the word potential, what does it mean? Amen. Some will say, are we in English class? Yes, we are in English 101. Because we need to understand these things. Many times we gloss over. I've worked with children before and many times I see that they just, when they're reading, they just read over words and don't understand. And then that when the teacher is teaching English, there's what is called understanding. They need to understand the context of that, of what they are reading. Because if there's no understanding, there's no way they can answer correctly. Same, same thing. If we do not understand, how do we implement, how do we apply what God is saying into our lives. So that word potential, what does it mean? It's, it means it's something that is it's capable of becoming real. It has the potential, it has the capacity, it has the capability of becoming real. And it's something that can develop. Something that can become, that can become something. Amen. So we've looked at what activity activate we've looked at possibility we've looked at potential now what is does reality turning things into turning them into reality what does it mean it means it's the quality or state of being real oh i'm real to myself let's be real it's a state of becoming what re of being real is the true situation of something that it exists so these words all put together is telling us that, look, we need to set in motion the things that are doable, that, can, that are in our lives, that are just lying there. We need to make them real. We need to make them real. We need to bring it forth. We need to ensure that these things are set in motion. We, we need to ensure that it can be done. We need to ensure that we, we, put, we put things in motion, we, we act it out, we do it. Amen. But now, what, how do we do this? That's our crux for, of, of our topic for today, which I've titled, whichever one you choose, either activating for manifestation or activate to manifest whichever one 
activating for manifestation or activate to manifest. Whichever one catches your fancy. If you like my English. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. So to activate, going back to that word activate, it means what? To become active, to start, to set in motion. Now, how do we make this? Apart from all that pastor has told us, remember, we need to be fervent in the spirit. We must be fervent this year. We need to pray. We need to press in the spirit. We need to remove anxiety from our vocabulary, from our lives. Apart from all that, thank God for that. In addition to that, looking at the word manifestation, how will we manifest those things that God wants for in my life, in your life, in our church, in our city? How do we bring it forth? Or we look back and throw our hands up and say, oh, it's too hard. It can't be done. Or, oh, I can't do this. The moment you say, I can't, you can't. Because you've put a limit, you've put a barrier in front of you. But let me not jump ahead of myself. So how do we activate these potentials in us? Let's go to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 13. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 13. And what does it say? It says, and since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke, we also believe and therefore speak. And since we have the same spirit of faith according to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. Where was this written? We'll find this in the book of Psalm 116, verse 10. Because it says, as, as it was written, I believed and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak. Let's look at it in the message translation. Message translations. Second Corinthians chapter 4 verse 13. The message translation says, we are not keeping this quiet. Not on your life. Just like the psalmist who wrote, I believe it, so I said it. We say what we believe. And what we believe is that the one who raised up the, the master Jesus will just as certainly raise us up with you alive. I'll take that again. It says we are not, we are not keeping this quiet. Not on your life. Just like the psalmist who's, who wrote. I believed it, so I said it. We say what we believe. Do you say what you believe? Paul said, we say what we believe. And what we believe is that the one who raised up the master Jesus will just as certainly raise us up with you alive. Let's look at it also in the Passion Translation, TPT. Verse 13, the TPT. We have the same spirit of faith that is described in the scriptures when it says, first I believed, then I spoke in faith. So we also first believe, then speak. 
So how do we activate these potentials, these possibilities and make them real in their life, bring them to reality in our life? The first thing is that we believe it. Believe. Do we believe that which God has spoken? I remember uh, one of us was asking, Pastor, that, that says, Daddy Pastor, all these things you declare, you declare, do you believe them yourself when you declare them? He says, do you actually believe them? And I remember that day, Pastor just smiled. He said, yes, I believe them. Until some things... God orchestrated some things and he was like, wow, yes, I believe now. Many times when the word of God comes, you know what he felt? When he comes to us like that, whatever is in abundance in our heart is what hits it first. We bring the doubt, the unbelief, the fear. That's what hits it first. If that is what is uttermost in your heart, that's what hits that word first. I'm like, can this be possible? Just like Mary said, how can this be? Well, thank God she quickly switched and said, be it unto me according to your word. But many of us do not go on to say, be it unto me. Many of us remain at, how can this be? No, it is impossible. And like one word, one of our, one of our brothers has said, that they are stuck with me since then, it is impossible. It cannot be done. This cannot be done. And when we do that, we, sh we shut our believing mechanism off. Believe. To activate those potentials in us, those possibilities, those things God has put in us, those things he's spoken to us, we need to first of all, believe it. Now, taking us back to English classroom. What does the word believe? What does it mean? The word believe. Oh, believe means to believe. Have we heard that before? Believe means to believe. So what is believe? Well, I think when you believe, you believe that uh, you believe. You've not said anything. You've just been echoing believe. What does the word believe? What does it mean? Let me ask us, our school, children, school students that are going back to school. Midday, professor. What does the word believe? What does it mean? Thank you, you didn't use the word belief. It means something that you trust in. <laughs> Hallelujah. It means something that you trust in. Yeah, that's a good try. Something that you trust in. Amen. Let me ask another student. Neima, where are you going? So what does the word believe mean? You are going to a higher class. So what does the word believe? What does it mean? You have to speak loud. I can't hear you. I know you are very soft-spoken, which I know sometimes you are not. So, what does the word believe? What does it mean? What did she say? When you what? When you know something is going to happen. Hmm. Okay. Amen. Well, the word believe means to accept or regard something as true or the truth. When you accept or regard something as true or the truth, it could either be good or bad. You know, everybody can believe and everybody believes something. It now depends on what you are believing. 
if you believe that when you go out there something is going to happen something bad will happen to you it will happen to you because you believe that it it is true you've taken it it to be true but if you believe if you believe that oh when i after this when i go out my day is going to be great no matter what comes my way my the name of the lord will be glorified that will be your experience because you've accepted it you've regarded it as the truth so God, the Lord has been saying to us, it's a year of fullness, of manifestation. Manifestation of everything possible. Everything, anything we can think of. Do we believe it? Do we accept it? Do we regard it as the truth? Do we regard it as true? Or we are like, we'll wait and see. Yeah, you will wait and continue to wait. And you might not see. You might see it actually because you see it happening to others. For those who have believed it, who have held on to it as a truth. Like the, like the, the officers in, in um, the Old Testament when it says, Oh, can this thing be that the seer of flour will be sold for such and such? He says, Even if God will rain this from heaven, we can never. He said, the, the prophet said, You will see it, but you will not partake of it. Be careful. Be careful. Do you believe the word of God? Or do you despise it? Do you know how we despise it? In our heart. It might not, we might smile and say, yeah, 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 and nod not your head. No, like the lizard. Yes, 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 I believe, I believe. But your heart is like, hmm. they are just fooling everybody. Believe. Believe means to accept or regard something as true or the truth. When we believe, it means that we are in agreement. When we believe something, when we accept it as a truth, that means we are agreed, we are in agreement of that thing. If we believe that God is going to make this year a year of full manifestation for us, or a year of overflow of abundance, we are in agree we agree with it we agree because a threefold cord cannot easily be dis- disrupted or dismantled it's strong when you are when you are in agreement it's like a covenant you agree to what is being said when we believe we act according to our belief when you believe something you are not docile you put an act into it. You put action into it. It's not, just, it's not just latent. It's not just dormant. You put what? Action into it. You do something about it. Oh, I want to be the world. I want to be the best in this sport. Ash Barty just won the Australian Open yesterday. She believed she could. Or she would not have put in any effort. She believed she could do it. She agreed that with her body, which she agreed with her coach, we agreed that yes, I can do this. It is, it is possible I can achieve this. Do you agree with what God is saying about you? Or is like, nobody knows. I don't know what is going to happen. Nobody knows tomorrow. Oh, we know the one who knows tomorrow. And when you know the one who knows tomorrow and you agree with the one who knows tomorrow, everything will turn out for your good. Praise the name of the Lord. So we act according to our belief. 
And you know what? Our believing is our faith in action. Amen? Our belief is what? Our faith in action. We are acting out that which we believe. We are putting our trust in God. Faith is not passive like pastor has said many times. Faith is not passive. Faith is what? Is active. It says show me your works without show me your faith without works. That's what the book of James says. Show me what? Your faith without works. Faith without works is what? Dead. It is dead. So when we believe that which God has said or what he's saying in this season, we don't just, we don't just go, back, go to bed and say, yes, God has spoken and that, that's it. No, no, no. What are you doing about it? Do you agree with what he's saying or you are like, okay, we'll wait and see. You know, onlookers are not particip- do not participate. Do not, they don't get the reward. It does, it's, it's those who participate that get the reward. All those who were in the Rod Labor Arena yesterday, as the, in their thousands, did they get one cent out of the prize money? No, they were onlookers. The one who, those who participated, the two who participated, they got something. But every other person were like, Supporters Club. We, I used to call them the, cl- the clapping event. If there's a spot like that, clapping event, cycling event, rowing event, wrestling event, then clapping event. In all the others have, have participants. The clapping one just have spectators. That's the difference. So which group do you belong to? Participant? or onlookers, or spectators. The choice is yours. Genesis chapter, seven, or chapter 15. Let's go there quickly. Genesis chapter 15. Verse 6. Look at what happened there. Talking about Abraham. We're looking at believing the word, the prophetic word that God has sp- spoken. To activate it, we need to believe it. If you don't believe it, we do not. Act, it's not activated. It's not set in motion. It's, it will not become active. Genesis or Genesis 15, verse 6. If we start from verse 1, it says, After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision, saying, Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. But Abram, Abram said, Lord, what will you give me since I go childless? The heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus. Verse 3, then Abraham said, Look, you have given me no offspring. Indeed, one, indeed, one born in my house is my heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him saying, This one shall not be your heir, but one who will come from your own body will be your heir. Verse 5, then he brought him outside and said, Look now towards heaven and count the stars if you are able to number them. And he said to them, so shall your descendants be. Some will look and say, this one, I don't even have one. Where will I have time to produce all these children? That has become a, that will have been a barrier. Say, stars of heaven, in multitude, my children, so shall my descendants be. <laughs> Lord, let's talk about something else. Don't joke. Look, I look at my age now. Isn't that how we think, how we reason many times? 
We put conditions where there are no conditions. So what did Abraham do? Verse 6. And he believed the Lord. And he did what? He argued with God. He doubted God. The Bible says, and he believed the Lord and he accounted it to him for righteousness. That is, God accredited his account that yes, you are getting it. Let's go to chapter 17 of the same book of Genesis. Because of time, I'll skip some of the verses. Amen. Chapter 17 talks about the sign of the covenant. It says, when Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am almighty God, walk before me and be blameless. Another translation says, walk before me and be thou perfect. I will make, you, I will make my covenant between me and you. I will multiply you exceedingly. And Abraham fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with, is with you, and you shall be a father of many nations. No longer shall your name be called Abraham, but you sh your name shall be Abraham, for I have made you a father of many nations. At this point, some of us will have said, Abba, God, now take it easy. Take it easy. At least, I'm 99. Maybe you need to look for another generation. There's nothing left in the tank. The tank is empty. Nothing, 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 nothing again. I want us to look at our life. What are, have there been words that have been spoken over us, that God has spoken over us? And the first thing that came was doubt and unbelief and every other negative thing that will cancel that word. Many of us. Before we begin to realize, I say, okay, let's, let's, let's. Like they say now, I don't know how I can interpret that, but okay, let's, okay, we are here. Help me interpret. Let's uh, thank you. Let's examine this. And say, okay, God, let's examine this. So let's check it out. Let's, let's look at it well, well. Let's look, let's analyze. Is that what we do with his word? It says, Abraham believed God. God said, this is and this is going to happen to you. Verse 7 now says, I will establish. That word establish means, means to make permanent. I will establish my covenant. It means to make firm between me and you and your descendants and in their generations for an everlasting covenant. To be a God, to be God to you and your descendants after you. Verse 10. So what was this covenant that God made between Abraham, between himself and Abraham? He said, this is my covenant which you shall keep. He was now giving him instructions. He said, between me and you and your descendants after you, every male child among you shall be circumcised. And you shall be circumcised. You, Abraham, even at your age, you shall be what? You shall be circumcised. In the flesh of your foreskins. And it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and you. And the Lord went on and on and on and on and on like that. Let's go to verse 21. It was, the Lord was telling him what was going to happen. What he, he was to do. Giving him instruction. Saying this is my covenant between me and you. Verse 21. But my covenant I will establish with Isaac 
previously had told him, he had mentioned to him that your wife Sarah is going to have a son and you call his name Isaac. So he said, but my covenant I will establish with Isaac, whom Sarah shall bear to you at this set time next year. Then he finished talking with him and God went up from Abraham. So what did Abraham do? <laughs> hey God. <laughs> hey, hell, hell house. Come on here. Come on here. What God just told me. He said, all of you, even those of you, your old age, including me, we should go and circumcise. Does God know that we are, we are, we are past the age of circumcision? Was that his response? What did he do? The Bible says he believed. And because he believed, he acted. He agreed with God and then he acted on what he believed in. Verse 23. It says, So Abraham took Ishmael his son, all who were born in his house and all who were brought, who were bought with his money, every male among the men of Abraham's house and circumcised. He took them, he circumcised the flesh of their foreskin that very same day. He didn't wait until after consultation with the elders. That very same day, when God gives us a word, or maybe it comes from the pulpit, or pastor gives an instruction, do we, are we quick to respond? Because the way you treat what God has told you, even through the man of God or through a pastor, is the way you treat God. It reflects the way you treat. If you dilly-dally, if you delay, it's the same way you treat God. You can't say, oh, I'm prompt to God. Because God will not come down physically. He will use his servants. So how do you respond to the word that he has given to you? Are you quick to respond? Are you quick to do? Or you drag? Well, I'll do it. Yes, I will do it. I know. I say go and no, like <laughs> in homes. You tell your child, can you go and get this one done? And the next 15 minutes, they've not moved from where they are. I thought I called you to go and do what you are supposed to do. Hey, I will do it now. I'm coming, I will do it. I said I'm coming, I said I will do it. Next two hours is still there, it's not done. That is the way that child treats God. Simply, if you are quick to obey God, if we are prompt to obey him, it will show in everything you do. Because God will also be prompt to answer you. He will not delay. I remember a story that we read. A man of God, was said, God spoke to him and said, laid it on his heart. He said, go and give such and such amount to this pastor, to this servant of mine. And, it, and he had the money there and then and he said, okay. He agreed. He said, okay, I'll do it. The next one week he had not done it. And God had, the other pastor had been praying, crying unto God, the Lord, this and this. And he delayed. He didn't, then God came to him. He said, I told you to give such and such amount to this person. You still have not done it. Oh, he says, Lord, I'm sorry, I've not done it. I'll get it done. The Lord now said, what if I delay all that you have been asking of me? What if I delay it? Do you want your promises? Do you want the, the things God has ordained for you to be delayed? And you are struggling and struggling? I don't think anyone wants that. Therefore, if you don't, be prompt in, obedient, in obeying what he has asked you to do. 
He said that same day, what did Abraham? He believed, he agreed, and he acted. He said he took that very same day, he took Ishmael. He took all those who were in his house. Even himself. He says that very same day, as God had said to him. Verse 24, Abraham was 99 years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. And Ishmael, his son, was 13 years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. That very same day, Abraham was circumcised and his son Ishmael. And all the men of his house, born in the house or bought with money from a foreigner, were circumcised with him. He obeyed promptly. Do you obey promptly? Or you say, okay, let's, let, you know, wait, 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 let's reason this thing. Let's look at this thing analytically. Let's look at this thing, you know, let's look at it very, very well. Let's look at the pros and cons. Let's look at it. Let's look at the ups and the, let's look at the negativity. Let's look at the possibilities. Let's look at everything. Begin to analyze. God didn't say go and analyze it. He said do. He said believe. This is what it is. Our year. It is your year of full manifestation. He didn't say go and think of how it's going to happen. You believe me. You said this. You you activate this emotion by believing what I've said. See it as true. Do not doubt. Do we doubt this word? Look at our every. Let every one of us, because church is a school, okay, and we do exam. Sometimes it might not be written like apostolic school. But there's exams of life. Life will set exams for you. And if you are not ready. Praise the name of the Lord. Abraham did what? Believed God. It was also recorded in the New Testament. Galatians chapter 3 verse 6. It says what? Galatians chapter 3 verse 6. What does it say? Galatians 3. Verse 6. Just as Abraham did what? Believed God. Even the New Testament recognized the fact that Abraham believed God. How did he believe? He agreed with what God was saying. He acted upon him. He caused his faith became active. Therefore, he activated those promises in his life. He set it in motion. So that what God has said can come to pass. He did what? It was a, he believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Our believing will cause us to what? To act. And acting activates. Our believing will what? Will cause us to act. And acting activates. It sets in motion. It causes it to become active. Acting upon our faith sets in motion Things sets in motion the actualization of those things God has said, those things that He has promised us. Sets in, the, the potentials in us, the promises He has spoken to us about, it sets it in motion. Amen. So, what again is it that we that we need to do to activate the potentials of God in our lives, the promises? Let's go back to Second Corinthians chapter four, verse thirteen. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. And let's read it from the TPT translation. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 13. 
It reads, and I quote, We have the same spirit of faith that, it, that is described in the scripture when it says, First I believed, then I spoke in faith. So we also first believe. See, that the first thing we do when we hear the word is what? You believe. You believe it. You don't reason it out. You believe. Lord, be it unto me according to your word. I may not understand, but Lord, I believe. He says, first I believed, then I spoke in faith. So we also first believe, then speak in faith. The second thing we need to do is what? Declare it. He says, speak in faith. Declare it. Number one, we believe it. Number two, we declare it. Or we speak it. We, we speak it out. We speak what we believe. We declare what we believe. We don't declare unbelief. We don't go about saying, did you hear what pastor said today? Only God knows what those men of God do. They think, and we begin to say all manners of nonsense with our mouth. Not knowing that with our mouth we've dug our grave. Amen. We declare it. We don't keep quiet or silent because faith is not passive. To activate those promises... So that they, be, they become real in our life. They become reality. We need to begin to speak them out. What is God saying to you? It is my year of full manifestation. Lord, your fullness will be upon me. I'm seeing that which you are doing. I'm seeing the, the best of me is yet to come. Because you are manifesting in me this year. It's not, ah, this coronavirus. They say it's going everywhere. Everybody will soon get it minus me. Because the bloodline is round about me. In the name of Jesus. Or do you agree with them? When they say everybody's getting it. Well, you never know. You never know. You never. Oh, you never know. You will know. Because by the time the thing attaches itself to your body, you will know. You do, when it, you send it packing, you don't even let it land. You don't agree. You know, by saying that, well, you never know. You are in agreement. You are agreeing with what was, what, what was said. That ah, everybody will get it. It's going everywhere. By you just saying, no, where you, you don't, you are in agreement and you have set in motion, you have activated things in your life that will cause whatever it is to attach itself to your body or to your life. So declare it until Abraham agreed with God and he began to call himself father of many nations. Nothing happened. God first appeared to him when he was 75. And then again, when he was 99, what happened between 75 and 99? Nothing. He had Ishmael. Because he didn't agree. He was not acting upon what God had said. He didn't know. This is, God said, I'm, my covenant is between me and you. Instead of saying, okay, Lord, thank you for that covenant. Thank you because you are working in me. No. That he went his own way. But you know then we'll say, okay, Abraham, he didn't have the Bible. But we, we have all manners. You know this tiny gadget on our hands. Those of us who have downloaded the Bible, we have all manners. Some as much as 50 Bibles. But do we read them? Abraham didn't have it too. He didn't have smartphone. He didn't even have phone. We have everything. We have the Holy Spirit within, living with us. In the Old Testament, he will come, the Holy Spirit will come and go. But now he dwells in us. 
What's our excuse? What is our excuse? We are too busy. God helps you when something something happens. You know that business will sit down. You know, it's, it's funny when you hear thing, things. You say, oh, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. You are too busy to serve God. Okay, don't worry. When the enemy gives you work to do, you know whether you're busy to serve God or not. Because you know the enemy knows how to give you work to do. And that sort of work is, you will cry out to God. Lord, help me. Then you are not busy. What happened to all the business? Ah, well, and then you, may the Lord help us. In the name of Jesus. Abraham, it was when Abraham agreed with what God was saying and began to declare it. Began to say, no longer am I, I'm not, don't call me Abraham again. I'm now Abraham. I'm now Abraham. Oh, Father Abraham. Mm -mm -mm -mm. I'm Father Abraham. He began to declare what God has said about him. And when he began to be declared, then he became. When he didn't declare, he didn't become. But the moment he started to declare, he agreed with the, the, the work. He activated those promises in the spirit. He, act, he set it in motion. He set things in motion in the heavens so that things started colliding that must ensure and bring to pass the things God has said. So are we activating what God is saying to us? Or we have just left it until another Sunday. You know when we get to... We put up, we get to put it there. All through the week, we don't even join prayers. We don't join Bible study. On Sunday, on, on, not even Saturday night, Sunday morning. Okay, everybody, let's go to the children, let's go. And where's my Bible? Where's my Bible? I left it here last week when we came. Last week. When you came back from church. Who took it here? Who? I said, don't touch my things. When I put them somewhere, you take. Last week, meaning that you have not even opened it all through the week. Then it's Sunday, you start looking for it. That's not the way to activate. We've forgotten about what we've like. When we forget about what God is saying to us, there's no way we can experience what he's saying. This year, don't let us be those who forget what God is saying. Let us continually declare it. Look at Matthew chapter 12. Let's go quickly to Matthew chapter 12. Matthew chapter 12, verse 34 and 35. Matthew 12, 34 and 35. It says, brood of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the mouth, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth, what? Speaks. Out of the abundance of the heart. What does that mean? Let's read verse 35 first. It says, a good man out of the good treasure. The word treasure there means the word, it means deposits. Out of the good deposits of his heart brings forth what good things. What are you depositing in your heart? You know how things get into your heart? By what we say. It's by what we say. So what are you, what, if you are declaring what God is saying concerning you, it get, eventually gets into your heart. And whenever you speak, what comes out is what is in there. So if you are putting nothing in, the rubbish that is in there is what will come out. Like the example uh, um, Pastor gave, he said he vis we visited the doctor for a yearly checkup. And the doctor asked him, oh, 
how are you? He said, praise the Lord. God is, is that what the doctor says? How are you? What others will say is, oh, I'm, doctor, I'm good. I'm fine. Or whatever it is. He said, praise the Lord. Because that is what was full in his heart. That's what he has deposited in his heart. That's what he has been meditating upon. What are you meditating upon? What are you watching? I want to address, speak to our young ones today. Young ones, teens. Many of them think t- teenage years is the ultimate. Hmm. They, don't listen, they don't want to listen to anybody. They think they've arrived. That we know everything. Yeah, because now I'm a teenager. Ah, you just started. You know nothing. Thank God for the little, tiny, tiny you know. You are going to go into the world. You are going to grow. And my prayer is that you grow in the knowledge, in the natural knowledge of the Lord. Things are not as you see it. There's evil out there. Be careful what you let enter your eyes. What you let enter your ears. Friends can be deceitful. They can mislead you. You need to be watchful. And also I'm addressing parents. Watch over your word. Know what they're doing. Check on them. Because there's evil out there. And it's targeting our young ones. And don't let their cry do anything to you. Oh, but even, oh, if, I, if I do this. And but The Bible says, spear the rod. What happens? You do what? It's not just for you hate that child. Let the child cry. When they finish crying, clean the eye. They'll clean their eye. Go and sit down. Be careful what you do on social media. Be careful what you do in school, in class. Those so-called friends. What are you keeping before you? What are are you looking at? What are you beholding? Because what you you are beholding has a way of getting into your heart. Not just the young ones, even adults, parents. What are we beholding? What example are we giving to our children? Are we showing to them? Who are we before them? We can be somebody else in church. But you know what? Children see more more than what we say. They see what we do. They see what we don't do. It says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Out of the deposit, out of whatever you have put in your heart, your mouth will speak it. Your mouth will say, if it's negativity, that is what will come out. Because that's what you have been putting in. When those wrong thoughts are coming, do we push it out? When those wrong thoughts are coming, do we say, no, 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 no. My Bible tells me this. My Bible tells me that. This is what the word of God says. This is what the word of God says. I do not agree with that. Or we say, oh, well, well, they're speaking some truth. They're saying what they're saying makes sense. God didn't say let it make sense. He said, believe my word. Oh, what they're saying makes sense. No, 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 he's not talking about senses. Senses, you are dwelling with the, the, the realm of the enemy. And he will defeat you there. Declare it. Speak the word. And like the pastor said, some, what God showed him some years ago. It is not what people say about you that will come to pass in your life. It's not what they say. And also, it is not what God says about you that will come to pass in your life. It is when you, when God says something, 
you agree with it, you believe it, you act on it, you say it, that is when it comes to pass. If you don't agree, if you don't say it, if you don't believe, it won't come to pass in your life. So what is God saying to us? Begin to declare it. That there will be a manifestation of God's goodness in your life. That there will be a manifestation of everything that God has ordained for you. It is your year of limitless possibilities also. Open doors and limitless possibilities. It's not gone. It's still there hanging. If you have not experienced it, there's still, even if you have experienced it, there's still more in God to experience. My, what, my counsel to us today, believe the word of God. Not just believe it, agree with it. Act on it. Because when you begin to act on it, you begin to say it. It will show in things you do. It will be, it will be seen by others. Declare his word. Declare what he's saying, not what others are saying. Not what you think. What he has said is what we declare, not what, he, what others say. Because it's not what others say about you that will come to pass. It's what you say about yourself, about your situation, about your circumstance. is what will come to pass. Because when you are saying it, you have believed it. You have agreed with it. That's why you are saying it. So be careful what you're believing. Be careful what we're saying, what you're saying. It is a year of full manifestation. Year of fullness, of manifestation and overflow of abundance. And for me, for you, it will be so in Jesus' name. Because we will allow God, we will agree with what God is saying. We will allow God to use us this year. We will allow the fullness of God to dwell in us. We will, allow, we will speak what he's speaking, not what is going on on CNN. Or even in channel 9, channel 7, we will speak his word. Not our word. Not my friend's word. But what? His word. Stand to your feet this morning. Amen. And let's, be, let's thank God. For, first of all, receive that word into your spirit. Receive it in the name of Jesus. And thank God for it. That you not just, you'll not just be a hearer only, but you'll be a doer of his word. That at all times you will agree with his word. You'll believe his word. You'll not just throw it back at his face. When, it's, when it's, it might sound so far reaching, so far fetched. Like how can this thing be? But quickly switch to be it unto me Lord according to your word. I believe your word. I may not understand but I believe. Help my unbelief. Father we thank you so much this morning. We thank you for that which you have spoken to us, O oh Lord, reminding us that it is up to us to activate that which you have spoken to us. It will not just come to us on, on the flowery beds of ease, but we have a part to play. We need to activate those promises by believing it, by acting upon it, by agreeing with you, by declaring it, by declaring that which you have spoken to us. So that it can become resident in our spirit. And there can be a manifestation. Father we thank you. We bless your name O Lord. Father I pray O Lord for each and everyone listening this morning. And, and will also listen hereafter. That these words will not stand against us. 
that will not with our own hands push back or throw away the things that you have spoken concerning us. That we will believe your word. We will declare it. We will act on it. Father, we ask for the grace to do this. Because it's not by power, it's not by might, it's by your spirit, it's by your grace. Because our walk with you is by grace. And we receive abundance of grace. We receive a release of your grace upon each and every one of us. So that we can be doers of your word. So that we can also experience your goodness in our lives. Thank you almighty God. In Jesus most precious name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord.